gong? No, we had a swipe no. though, and a boob swipe on the mic <laughs> by me. <laughs> Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And during this episode, we're going to be discussing season one, episode eight, Crossing the Line. Original air date, November 28th, 2006, written by Bridget Carpenter and directed by Jeffrey Rayner. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Summary for this episode. While Tim Riggins and the team celebrate their victory, a frustrated Brian Smash Williams takes drastic measures to improve his performance on the field. Yeah. Oh, my heart broke so much in this episode. Mm, I know. Ooh, I liked it, though. I I also enjoyed it. And Randy says, oh, is it because there wasn't any football? He's like, do you like the football episodes versus the non-football? And I was like... I honestly don't think I. it makes a difference. I just like to get to know these people. Yeah. And there was a sport in it. Quad rugby. Yeah. Rugby. That's what it is. Quad rugby. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I don't. They might have said it in this episode. I'm sure that they did. But Randy's like, what sport is this again? And I was like, to be honest, I don't remember what it was. You know what? <laughs> I don't think they actually said it. What it was, right? A couple just of a episodes scrimmage. ago. Scrimmage. scrimmage. Exactly. But a couple of episodes ago, they did mention the sport. It is rugby. Okay. But I feel like, and this was one of my questions for you, was would you rather see football or would you rather see quad rugby? Quad rugby is Same. so much more entertaining. Same. Sorry, I Panthers. Mean, it's like a little bit, it's almost kind of like bumper cars, but I've obviously a more sure. intense, vicious way of yeah. playing bumper cars. But yeah, it's just, it's more exciting because plus the fact that you get to see Jason in an right. element again. Right, 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 right. And the football stuff, it's like, I mean, I know it's Friday Night Lights and we're always going to watch football. It's always going to be football. So it's nice to see this. Exactly. The four words I gave you last week to get you into this week was confrontation, betrayal, donation, and punch. Yeah, I was spot on with the punch. The donation, not even close. Um, That also killed me. So uh, we'll get into that. But yeah, the punch, I it had it was so built up, and I was so proud of Jason. Well, I was just proud of you. You predicted that. I. I couldn't believe it actually came this soon. Yeah. I'm glad that it did. So now we can kind of get not past it, but we can just develop more of the story. Right. Right. Okay. So our episode opens up. We have Billy and Tim are in the supermarket grocery shopping. After Tim's victory last week, Billy seems to be uh, the parent here. Yeah. All of a sudden, where he's, is this coming from? Right. He's always been the parent, but now he seems he sees Tim's potential and he wants him to do better yeah he's he's being more responsible he's actually caring about what's going to be in tim's future right where it was kind of just like yeah my my kid brother let me give you a beer right exactly so they're trying to buy better food even though they can't afford everything at once which we see at checkout so billy ends up you know putting stuff back tim is acting very childish he wants a magazine. They're going back and forth. No, no. Tyra approaches and says, I'll buy the magazine. And then her and Tim are seen making out and I they're mean, back on. This lit a fire. He was like, oh, hey, Tyra. Like it didn't even, I mean, in so many words, he, he literally said nothing. Right. Like, I'm going to go. Smiled. I'm going to go home with Tyra. She'll Thanks. give me a ride. She'll give me a ride. Right. And Tyra was more than willing. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jason and Lila are spending some time uh, together. She's rubbing it on them. 
They're making out. Lila's kissing him, asking him if he feels anything. Mm. And Jason cuts her off and says, uh, and asks, hey, did anything happen between you and him? She denies it. He doesn't believe her. Yeah. Uh, He might have believed her in the moment. I mean, she denies it. He doesn't believe her that that she's lying. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he... Obviously, no. He feels it in his he gut, his soul. It. He feels it. He doesn't want to believe it, but he feels it, and right. he's suspicious of it. And she just was like, "Oh, I feel like if it was reversed and he happened to have said that to Tim, Tim would have cracked." Yeah, but Lila's like, "What are you talking about?" Oh my god, I could not stand her in this episode. She was barely in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you know, because they were making out, I feel like she could use her sensual right. powers to be like babe i'm not doing anything we're good right like, it was easy what for are her you talking about you know they're she's literally on top of him mm-hmm. so for her to deny it it's easy in that point yep. instead of if they had a serious conversation he might have been able to read her read her better even yeah. though he did read her he, he knows he got it yeah he's like i i heard it i heard you lie but i'm not gonna do anything about it now but it, it eats away at him for the rest of the episode well, yeah okay so we're let's start with smash that was the beginning of our episode because yeah. that's setting up really just the lying that's happening with a lot of our uh, yeah. players. All right. So Smash, as we know, Smash is taking steroids, but he's quickly running out of money. His cocktail of drugs is going to cost him about $300 a week. Yeah. So a lot of money. Yeah. We see him lie to his mom. He says he needs $1,200 for an SAT course and prep. And she says, hell no, you can study and stop chasing girls. Yeah, but I knew she was going to make it work for him. Well, so sh- this leads to Smash asking Matt for a job at the Alamo Freeze, which Matt vouches for him and he gets the job. And so while Matt tries to train Smash on how everything works, the consistency of a swirl in the ice cream. <laughs> it cracks me up. Uh, Smash is trying to train Matt on girls. Yeah, it's like a little trade-off. Yeah, so we see that... The way Smash works, this girl comes in and he said he tells them what, what they, want. they want. You don't let them tell you what they want. Yeah. So this works for Smash and not so well for Matt. I mean, the first try not so much, but the second try he was a little bit, a little bit more better. Smooth. No, she's like, I get it, but I'm still gonna order what I want. Yeah, I'll stick to my. Uh, she was sweet about what it. What I came in for. <laughs> yeah, and smooth just is not gonna go with Matt. No, he's not smooth. A little. Even him talking to like Smash, like he just like like he doesn't open up his damn mouth. It's so funny. Maybe that's it. He just they need to open their mouth more. Open and speak. Like use your open your mouth. But he's just like like everything's a mumble. I mean, it's so teenager. (laughs) I know. Payday comes and Smash is really excited about this, but Matt tells him actually because you just started and we only get paid by week, like you probably won't get paid until the end of the month. It's not going to work. But you can get free ice cream, and that's a major perk. Totally. So sweet of Matt. Like, so naive to see this. Even though, and I think you said this last week, Matt and Smash come from similar backgrounds in the sense where they are the head of the household, the man of the house, as I say in quotes, right? Right. 
Um, and they have a family to care for. But Smash is pissed about this. And at the end of a shift, we see him about to take cash from the drawer. But Matt catches Please. him. This is so dicey. Which leads Matt to approaching him and asking him, like, what the is going on? Why do you need this money so badly? And Smash brings up the fact that he paid, he played so poorly. There were scouts at that game. And Matt's trying to tell him, like, it was one game. Right. There'll be more. You're it's fine. I'll keep saying. Yeah. But Smash is like, this was my only ticket. This is my only ticket. So you don't understand. And he messed up badly. Even though at this scene, he says, I'm seeing everything clearly now. Right. I'm seeing everything clearly. Now, did she give him the drugs up front and he said he would pay her later? Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't interpret that and then when i was watching randy says but he's giving her the money now for the steroids he already has used right i was like okay maybe he's seeing clearly now he's just gonna pay her and forget about it (laughs) like i'm paying you now that'll be my last time i know it's probably unlikely but right well the next morning smashes at church with his family and the pastor mentions two prayer requests and one of them is for smash This community believes in this young person and not only wants them to be an athlete, but a scholar, and they need financial assistance, which leads to everyone donating to Smash, all while his mom is tearing up. Oh, she's so just thankful of these people, and she knows that she can't afford this, so she's like, this is my only way of helping, and this poor lady has no idea obviously she wouldn't, but this fund, this is not going to go to SAT prep, this is going... Yes. His steroids, and that's right. really terrible. And I'm sure he feels really shitty. Yeah. I know he does. Yeah. Uh, the meat of the episode, besides Smash, the Riggin boys. The Riggins boys. Okay, so mm-hmm. new parental mm-hmm. unit Billy shows up to practice to talk to Coach about college opportunities for Tim. And Coach suggests they come to dinner, and so we can discuss this is it cute. then. cute. Billy's also having a hard time keeping a job. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, it seems as though he was fired. Yeah, and he's feeling the pressure of caring for himself and him. But even though he's nervous for this dinner, he knows it can be helpful. So they arrive at dinner with a, ne- a knife set yeah, as a hostess gift. Yeah, what a random gift. gift. But hey, welcome. Oh Thank God. you. This baby Can laugh. always use some extra knives this around here. This made me laugh so much. I love this, too, because we have Tammy preparing, and she's like, should I slaughter a goat? Yeah. The Riggins boys are coming. Anyway, so Billy brings up the old days of when he used to play football, and then he mentions he's looking into real estate, and then he right. asks, hey, does Tim have potential for college ball? And Coach says, yes, he does if he keeps playing like he played mm-hmm. last week. Which I don't even think any of this is really registering in Tim's mind. No, he's just going the day by day. Yeah. I'm the teenage boy. I have a lot of hormones and just trying to get football. I'm on a football team. Right. Then the topic of their dad comes up. So we learn that he's in Corpus Christi working at a driving range. Tim hasn't given up on his dad, but he's also hasn't been around in six years and barely sends checks. Two, twice in the six years. Right. Then the dinner gets heated and gets sabotaged with spilled drinks. Yeah. I mean, Billy was upset. I mean, of course. You know, Tim didn't re- mean to spill the damn drink on no, him. No, I know. But he's like so worked up because they had the conversation about the dad and how he's not around and how he's now the, the parental figure. And right. oh, yeah, dad's such a great dad guy but he's halfway across the the country and well 
Well, not really. Town, but. Yeah. Corpus Christi is still in Texas. Yeah. But he's but not around. He's not around. He's not around. And Billy is the one who has to be there as the father, the brother, the mother. Right. And he's not sending money anymore. So right. these boys don't have any funds unless it's for Billy and if Tim were to get a job. Yeah. Jason wants to play quad rugby, as we were talking about in the beginning of the episode. But Phil and his doctors lay down some reality of how he's still healing and what it could be like if he gets hurt. Totally valid. Yeah. But this is Jason. Right. Which only leads to more internal frustration. Yeah. And only, I feel like it leads him to say like, well, I'm doing it anyway. If you're going to tell me I'm not going to supposed to do it, like this is, I'm definitely going to do it now. 100%. So we have Herc and Jason doing some drills in the hallway. Love this. Which leads them into a fight because they're talking about Lila and his relationship. And this like, Herc, pretty much says like you know she's lying right your, your girlfriend's she, cheating and on the you. only reason why you're with her is because you were dating her when you used to walk and you're just essentially stuck in the past and like you if you give her up that means that you've given up that whole life right which so, is so powerful you're like yes it's a hundred percent accurate yeah so this leads to them fighting and bumping into each other and they both fall out of their wheelchairs and they can't get up and <laughs> hysterical Kirk says this amazing line of just because we are crippled doesn't mean we have to take the crumbs right and then jason asks if there a secret way for us to get up and Herc says yeah and screams phil i loved it it was adorable which broke both boys down yeah and they, they both started they laughing. started laughing because they are their buddies yeah but and he he gives them the cold truth he d- which herc is there to do which is so good but jason as he's like laying there he's like she's all i got yeah which is so sad that he feels that way right you can't blame him for it right i mean he could have tim but tim doesn't really come around right and plus and- like it's your girlfriend it's a little different Right. Yeah. So coach visits Jason telling him about the dinner with the Riggins I boys. I love this too. They're both in wheelchairs practicing for the scrimmage together. I absolutely loved this. The fact that coach shows up and is there as a support system. He's still his coach. Still his coach. Yeah. Jason expresses to him how everyone is concerned that he's going to get hurt. And coach tells him what happened to you should have never happened, but you need to follow your heart. Yeah. And if you, if you think this is the right decision, you feel you're ready, then do it. Right. Tammy... She's Loved doing her. her best. She's trying to counsel these kids. It's a hard freaking job. Well, early in the episode, Tammy sits with a rally girl named April, and she expresses how she's feeling the pressure to have a three-way with one of the Panthers, so then this particular Panther will become her boyfriend. Oh, God. She then, Tammy, approaches Lila at school just to like talk to her about her mom's book club like i'm not gonna be able to make it <laughs> she's she just tried to get her so many times she's like lila i know lila <laughs> but lila is crying and ends up confiding in tammy about the messy love the triangle whole, she tells her the whole situation okay this was such a great scene though it was so great however what did you think of tammy's advice because she says you would not be willing you're you would not be telling him the truth for you for him, you'd be telling him the truth for you. Let that boy heal. Right. I mean, it. it's she, she's meaning it in a way where it's like the truth should just come out. So everyone like she she said for her, for Lila, but it really is for everyone to move on. Right. But she's saying like the only reason you would be telling the truth is for you, not for him. Which yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So we just won't tell him like don't hurt him more. 
Right. So it's like, oh, then keep it in. That's not how I interpreted no, it. No, because I wrote this is why I was like confused with this. I was like, like you would not be telling him for him. You would be telling him for you. I I, that I took heal. it right. I took it as oh, I took it. Maybe you took it the right no, way. No, I think I took it the wrong way, and I think the way that you're approaching it makes more sense as to when she says, let that boy heal. So like you would be saying it for you. Right. Not for him. Not for him. And you don't need to, maybe you don't need to say it. You don't need to hurt him more. Right. Unless I totally, I don't, maybe we should ask the people. What yeah. do, What do we think? Because I wrote, I, when I was writing my notes, I like bold, made this very yeah, bold. Yeah. Like let's like, talk about we it. We need to talk about this advice. And that's the way I took it, which felt weird because it doesn't feel like it's the advice that Tammy would give. Right. That That's why I'm also torn with you know? how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. Julie, she still hasn't made up her mind if she'll go on a date with Aww, Matt. Oh, Matt. She's living him hanging this whole time. And she, he even asks her one night when she's picking up dinner and she says she's considering it. She's a piece. So, she's a piece of work. Yeah. So when Tammy and Eric get wind of this, Tammy is really concerned, and Eric isn't because Matt is a good kid, right? And Tammy knows that Matt's a good kid too, right? But she still wants Eric to have a talk with her. So over ping pong, they have a serious boy chat, which I really love. This scene again, another one. And, and he's coach. like, "I'm supposed to have a lecture, yeah, with you, but... right?" And he says, "Listen, boys are only thinking about two things: food and sex." <laughs> they're going to hurt you and they're going to lie to you. And your mother also told me, I have to add this part, that the football players are the worst ones. Right. <laughs> Which is really He's funny. Like, of course, I don't think that, but yeah, I had to add it in there. But he says that she's beautiful and sensitive and sweet and doesn't want to see her get hurt. And Julie responds, I love you too, dad. Right. Very so sweet. Cute. After deliberation, Julie asks, Julie tells her parents that she's going to end up going on a date with Matt. Time and locale, TBD. Right. So she made a decision. She made her decision. We didn't see the date yet, but it's coming. No, it's coming. Pending. I like that we're building this up a little bit. Right. It's going to make it more special, hopefully. Yeah. So as we wrap up our episode, Jason ends up playing in the quad rugby game, the scrimmage. Tim and Lila show up to cheer him on. Jason struggles at first, but once he lets his natural born um, skills take over, he does really, really well, which was really cool to see that switch in him yeah. as he's playing. And Herc is so proud of him. Do you think that Tyra knows? Because Lila came to the door and she says, I'm just inviting you to come to the scrimmage. Right. Because she goes, well, Jason knows. So do you think, I think the way that Tyra was closing the door, she's like, bye, bitch. And then like, look, she's like, oh, I think she knows. I think so, too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because in the beginning, you know, how... Lila shows up to tell Tim of like what you're saying. Also, Billy knows. Billy knows. So like, I mean, they do talk. But Billy, I don't think Billy he would wouldn't say tell it. Tyra. No. But after the game, Tim and Lila approach Jason to wish him congratulations, and Jason punches him and calls him a coward for stealing his girl. Oh my god! And also, like, he won't fight back. <laughs> no. And then he tells because he knows he's wrong, leave. right? And he just—he's not even mad. He's just like defeated. Tim, he's like I'm. I I know I'm. I know I screwed up. And yeah. Jason is so angry as he would be. I mean, it it finally came to the surface and it needed to. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Tim because goes, Tim doesn't even go like, what the fuck's wrong? Like, no. He knew. He just knew. No, I mean, and knew. also Lila said, he knows. <laughs> right. No, Tim knew that Jason knew. Yeah. And he was like, and what was interesting about that scene when Lila does go to tell Tim about Jason knowing in the beginning of the episode, she, when she tells him, he just goes, you ended this. You ended this. I didn't want this to end. You ended it. And then that's when Tyra opens the door to be like, oh, hi, that's so sweet of you to come by. How's Jason doing? Right. And then she's like, mm-hmm. like she knows. She yeah. knows something was going mm-hmm. on. Anyway, after the punch, Tim goes home. Billy takes care of him. And their fight is forgotten about. And they share a grilled cheese and they drink in silence. Sweet. Which this scene, right? Nothing's being said, but everything, everything is being said. But that is the riggins. No, that's how they communicate. <laughs> I love this it. This is the way they, they these brothers communicate. Yeah. We end with Smash buying steroids with the money that was donated to him. Okay, so who's buying more steroids? Because it's going to be $300 a week. A week, right. Right. Yeah. The cocktail that he's doing, this is what this person gotcha. where he's buying from is going to cost him a week. <sighs> so, with $1,200... Last him a little while, just a little bit, yeah. But yeah, he's he's in it now. No, I know. I was hoping we were gonna go the other way. (laughs) No, hoping that like she gave him the drugs up front, like she covered him. She's like, pay me back by the end of the week. He pays her back. He's like, my eyes are clear now. No, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. (laughs) And I love Trent's feeling. Yeah, he's like, here's the money. I'm done. But no, no. Okay, yeah. So we're going to take a short break. Like I teased, husband, Anthony, my husband, 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 he's the band. (laughs) He hasn't been on this podcast yet. He's the one who makes all of our music. So I'm excited for him to come chat with us. He has seen the show before. So stay tuned. Welcome back from break. Hope you enjoyed that instrumental music provided by our guest, husband. Hey, everybody. How are you? We're good. We're good. Do you hear that sliding sound? Yeah, guys. Little BTS. (laughs) We don't have a third mic. It's coming. So I have my mics at home. (laughs) I know. It's all good. It's It's all good. We're glad you're here. And this is your first time on Talking Texas Forever, you have actually been on all of our podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, it's sense. true. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't I be? That's well, absolutely true. You didn't see Gossip Girl and you came for one and that was a lot of fun. You should come back. Oh my God, in it's so six, scandalous right now. season six just to like watch, because you I think you came in season one. Yeah. Or two? Two, maybe. Maybe two. And just to, you know, get your comments on if you remember these characters. I'm sure I don't, but I I'll, I will comment on them. Although in the new Gossip Girl, you were like, I have a feeling this one's like supposed to be the Chuck, and you were talking about well, yeah, I was right though, right? You were right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. So, Aunt, we're gonna give you the the welcome wagon of questions. How many times have you seen the show, and what drew you to it? <laughs> I've I've only <laughs> I've only seen it once through. Um, and I don't know, it just, I, it seemed up my alley. And I think I just, there was always something that I thought I would watch. I've seen the movie 
Uh, so you've seen it once through Friday Night Lights, but what drew you to the show? I don't know. That's a hard question. Like, what draws anybody to anything? Well, the theme around it, the fact that you like football, the fact that I probably made you watch it, ATX TV Festival, because we volunteered there, and then they were doing the big reunion like a year or two later. Yeah, those are some good reasons. Those are the reasons. Cool. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> what is, or who is your favorite character, least favorite character, without spoiling? Of the episode or the whole show? Whole show. Whole baby shebang. No, because I, I, like, I'd have to think like later. I don't really have one on hand. You should prep me with these questions. I'm surprised you don't know that these are coming because these are the questions we ask on like every podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How about favorite character of this season? Oh, man. I'm just really not prepared for this, Michelle. You can't even like make one up. You can't even say coach because you like coach. I like coach, but like I, I like I, I can't make a stand on them. You know what I mean? He can't make a stand. All right, that's fine. Tish wants to know, without spoilers, which character's journey are you most excited for us newbies to see play out? Great I mean, question. I always love Matt Saracen's story, like because obviously it's you know you're supposed to love it, and I can't help but love it. So like I love following, and then I, I had high hopes for Smash, you know, and. I like where Jason went, you know, like I, I just see it, you know, he went strong and how do you not roof? You know, that's the thing is like this show is filled with people that you just root, root for. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's like I, every character to go for like this episode that we watched, like Billy was like my favorite. Like he just, you know, obviously was like one of the oh, best. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know, Tim kind of like maybe is one of the shittiest. Uh, what is your feelings on Buddy? Because we really shit on him a lot, but you're the one who you like likes all the to like heroes, right? As Aunt calls them, right? Because you have a, a history. Dan Scott was your favorite. Volchuk on the OC was your favorite. I don't know who your favorite would be on Gossip Girl. It definitely it wouldn't be would, Chuck. It wouldn't. No, I don't know who mm. else you would like on that show. But Buddy, without spoiling now, so keep that in mind. Your thoughts for Buddy, right? Yeah, um, you know, I don't think anybody can really like Buddy, but I, of course, am I kind of drawn to his character. So I do support what he, you know, I, I understand where he's coming from. You know, he's just like, he's yeah. very consistent. So I like where he's coming from. I know it's he doesn't approach it in the best way, but, you know, he's he's a good one. I mean, if I had, like, like this doesn't spoil anything, but I, you know, I guess I could revise my answer. Buddy is definitely up there for one of my favorite characters. Didn't I say this? Yeah. I totally said this. this. I think it was last week. I was like, I bet Buddy is one of Anne's favorite characters. Yeah. I just wasn't, I couldn't like, cause I haven't really watched a lot of episodes with you with him in it. Like he has not been heavy in the episodes I've seen, but I Thank do, God. I do love <laughs> Buddy. So he was on my mind, but yeah, Buddy. Do you love uh, Buddy because of the, he's so Buddy? You know what I mean? Or you like him because he's a pain in the ass. Well, kind of like the same thing I'm saying <laughs> is that the buddy, he is so buddy, but it, I don't really, it's not like he has this amazing story as far as I can remember without spoiling. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> you can't even answer that question You're like, like, without spoiling. And that's, that's like literally the whole thing. I know. Um, Sorry, yeah, I Brad. Mean, There's so many newbies yeah, to no this comment, podcast. No comment, I think. But, okay, no yeah, comment. Like, he, he does, like, he has a, he has a story. You remember, like no, he it, does. Yeah. I know he does, but he, I, it's like the only thing I remember is like the buddy 
of the buddy. Like we need a word for okay. him. I, yeah. What do? How do we describe Buddy Garrity? He's a bug. He's a bug. He's a he's bug. A pill. He's a. He's like. Mm, we need like a. A word. We need a word. I think buddy. Buddy. Is buddy is the word. Buddy is the word. All right, let's move on. <laughs> we have some questions from Bobby. He says, Lila gaslighting Jason at the beginning of the episode. Gaslighting manipulates someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. Have you ever gone through this before? Liz? Oh. I, I guess I'm fortunate to, to say no to an extent maybe... Not not as serious as this, like where someone's like, no, you're crazy for believing this, even though it was true. Yeah, right. No, I don't think anyone's done that to me. So I think I'm for- I've fortunate. Only, I've only done that to myself. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's so yeah. deep. Yes. Yeah. I love that, Ant. Yeah. I'll have to agree. Are you proud of that one? And it's like, this totally made <laughs> up for like, me not yeah. knowing a favorite character. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Nailed it. Nailed it. The rally girl getting pressured into a three-way. What's the craziest thing you've ever done to get a dude or chick to like you? Aunt? Red Harry Potter. And then he it. ended up loving every minute of it? Yeah. Well, I loved it more <laughs> than the, the reason why I did it. Right. So you loved it even more than to be with this girl. Well, yeah. I mean, those are strong words for the situation, <laughs> but yes. Was... Wait, what? I thought you read Harry Potter to get become friends with Matt Bernice. Uh, that was just it was a it was time that way it was time that way yes but like it it, it was in part to that what girl though I'd, I'd rather not talk about this <laughs> oh, oh some stories I don't even know and we've been together for thirteen years <laughs> yeah well, like, oh he's got his secrets not really it's just it's not anything to be <laughs> whatever it's nothing to there's nothing. I'll, I'll, there's something. Liz, do you have an oh, answer to this? I there's mean, embarrassment is all. Okay. Listen, that's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. That's okay. Uh, like the most extreme thing I would that I did. I mean Randy and I's first date, we hung out for a very long time. I've told the, I don't know if I've told this story before, but we went out like let's just say it's I don't know, 6.30 p.m. or 7 o'clock. I didn't get home until 4 o'clock in the morning just because we were talking in his car for like the entire night. And we were listening to music and getting to know each other's like music style. And what's that song called? By Kesha. And it's like her, it's like the semi-new one. And it's like the one that she's like screams at the top of her lungs at that one note. I don't know why I'm blanking on the song right now. She goes... I don't want to do it on, on I'll, yeah, don't. I did it this note and I after immediately said what the fuck is wrong with you why would you belt out this Kesha note but then again a testament to like I was very comfortable with him and I just did it <laughs> I can't think of any other example other than that but like it was something extreme that I normally never would do and yeah. I just freaking did it and I mean we've been together for four years so but you wow. know it's just like <laughs> and and he still goes back to it he's like remember that time I'm like please don't talk about it I hope Why that's you- in your vows yeah you should scream that should- in your vows yeah oh my god I what's do. what's that that song called I have no idea she goes Oh. Don't know, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> See? I don't know the name My of it. My accurate pitch just... Oh, Liz. <laughs> her accurate pitch. You got the song. 
It's like praying. That's yeah, what it's yeah, called, yeah. praying. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever done anything crazy to get someone to like me or pressure. Yeah, not it's something hard. like that. No, not something huge. You know, no, like, not like reading Harry Potter or belting a note. <laughs> I feel like I don't even have anything. Did I do anything to show off to you? Uh, if you did, you kept it secret to yourself. I'm so smooth. Right. No, I'm just, that's just the who I am. I'm trying to think, you know, in all the boys I ever liked. Yeah, I'm like, maybe like. Things. I can think of some things, but. Oh. Inappropriate. Sure. <laughs> well, I could think of I those remember, things too. Um, really getting into Pokemon cards as a, like a young kid and having a crush on this kid in my class. And like, he really liked Pokemon cards. Mm. So I remember doing that. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. I fell in love with loving Pokemon I cards know. anyway. So kind of, kind of like Harry Potter kind of worked in my favor a little bit. <laughs> No, I can't think of anything like that extreme. I would love to hear some stories, though. I would, too. So please submit those if you feel uh, open to it. Yeah. At this point in time, would you trust your daughter to date any of the Dylan Panthers? Oh. Aunt? Um, Absolutely not. Are you kidding? (laughs) Okay. Matt Saracen. Matt Saracen. Okay. Um, Yeah. um, That's what, like... The the fact that Coach and Tammy are like, oh, don't don't get crazy, but it's like I'm like it's Matt. Like right. he literally can't even ask her out. They don't. He like it's like uh, he doesn't even know how to ask this girl out, which is so sweet. But she's like, our daughter's a sophomore. This girl was a sophomore that the guy wanted her to have a three way. Yeah, you know they're they're young kids. I guess you just gotta know your kid, right? Like they know Julie. So the fact that I feel like they have that had to have this conversation with her. It was like a little unnecessary because she seems like the type of girl that would be. Yeah, but I still think it's important to have no, that you conversation. Should def- right, you should definitely have the conversation of like, when you have a daughter, like boys want to have sex and they don't care about food and that's about it. Just le- just letting you know, don't get your hopes up about like liking a guy. Right. So I think that was valid. But it's just like the whole time that Tammy's like, not like sick inside that like Julia's gonna go on a date. I was like, oh Tammy, it's just Matt Saracen though. <laughs> well, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, we it's the beginning of her dating that. career. Uh, I totally forgot to come back when we opened the second half, and Liz and I were talking about. Oh yeah, Tammy giving Lila advice, and I wanted to get your opinion on it because we didn't talk about this. We both took it different ways. I'm talking about the scene when they're on the bleachers. And I took it as Tammy tells Lila, don't, you would pretty much don't tell Jason what happened between you and him. And because you would only be telling him for you, not for him. You should let him heal. And I totally took that the different way. She pretty much took it the opposite. Right. I took it the opposite. Like, let him heal. So you tell him. Like, not heal physically, like, heal emotionally. Like, tell him now, kind of, like, rip the ba- Band-Aid off so he can heal. But I only watched it one time. Michelle watched it three, so I feel like she wins. So what did, and did you said, take He's it? agreeing with I, you. I took it how you took it. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, you, that was a big stretch. You took. Okay. Yeah. But, you know. I guess because that's what I expected her to say, so I was surprised when Michelle said I was like, oh, is that really what she said? Because I'm surprised that Tammy would say that. Yeah, I it it really, it was sensible, but it, it, is it, it was kind of like, it felt like not something she would do. Right. 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 Okay. Thanks, Aunt. Do you think Smash is going to end up stealing money from the restaurant? And do you think Smash is going to confess to his mom and or church? I don't think he's going to 
steal from the restaurant because he already caught him. So he's going to be on his case about it unless he decides he's not even going to work there anymore. Like maybe he felt so embarrassed and like confused that he's not even going to work there anymore, but he needs this money. So how else would he get it? I hope he doesn't like stretch this out and like people just keep giving him like some charity money and he uses it. This really, really, really bad kid. No, don't do that. <laughs> ah. Don't do it. Is he going to, he's eventually going to confess to his mom. I mean, when she, when he does really bad on the SED, she's going to know that, you know, it's he didn't true. get this, he didn't get this uh, extra course. So, yeah. Why do you think Tim continues to go so hard in trying to defend his dad, Aunt? He just doesn't remember him as bad as Billy did. Yep. Billy was older, you know, very, it was a lot like uh, probably Trey and Ryan. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think he, he's the younger brother, so he doesn't, he has put his dad up on a pedestal more yeah. than Billy has. And now Billy's a little bit resentful, not a little bit, a lot of resent towards their dad because he's not supporting them financially. He's not around and they're struggling. Right. So I think Tim just doesn't realize that yet. Yeah. Like eventually he will when he's growing up. He'll be like, oh, my God, my brother tried to help me so much. You hope he realizes that yeah. later. Right. That's what you hope. Yeah. Betty's, in going on your first dates, did you get any fatherly advice about boys? I mean, not fatherly advice. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, the only thing my dad said to me, and my dad, he passed away when I was 17. That's prime dating age. Exactly. <laughs> but before that, the only thing he asked me is why I didn't have a boyfriend. Oh no it was like what's wrong with you why don't you have a boyfriend and I was like at the time I I think I did or I was secretly dating someone I'm sure you were secretly dating someone and he's like it's normal you should have boyfriends that was that was it (laughs) he was just trying to feel you out like what's what's going on probably yeah (laughs) and I'm trying to think if he gave any advice to Sam I feel like you would know because you and Sam were getting into some trouble yeah I think Mm -hmm. he was a lot more uh strict yes he was with sam well you guys were young yeah we were 15 so but like it was harmless though harmless you know i also like to just always have positive memories of your well me too no i don't mean to say that as like my dad was like what's wrong with you he definitely got mad oh of course a lot of times um he did but your like your mom not as much but when your got mom got mad i used to like cry because i would feel so bad because your mom was such a nice person was is a, a wonderful person so like when she would yell at us i'd be like oh shit i really fucked up because karen is like yelling like my mom yeah maybe would yell but your dad would yell but when your mom yelled it was like you are the scum of the earth <laughs> <laughs> because she never did. See, that's how I always feel about your mom. Because your mom never <laughs> yelled at me, but when she yelled at Sam, it's like the highlight of my life. I, it's the greatest. When she yells at Sam, it's the highlight of my life, uh, right? Because <laughs> we're both in the clear. <laughs> did your parents give you advice about dating? Uh, no, no. I think parents of boys are so different, I though. You were on your own, yeah, Randy too. Like, I don't think his parents knew like anything that was happening in his dating life, especially in high school. Yeah. So, I mean, I know he had, like, a serious relationship, like, all through it. So, like, I think they just didn't really, not care, not that they didn't care, but it was, like, 
Oh, he's a boy. Yeah. The stigma of that. Like, oh, let him do what he wants to do. It's awful. It's not good. That's when you should be talking to the you boys. You should. You should be talking to the boys. To the girls, too. Just everyone. as much as the girls. Lisa, she gave her uh, thoughts and comments as always, but this one particular one, which fits into what we're talking about, says, Matt and Julie are really cute. I'm looking forward to their date, but I have a feeling he will mess it up trying to be cool. Yeah, well, especially with the smash advice. Right. That worries me. I liked her parents trying to talk to her. Honestly, I wish my parents would have tried talking to me when I was her age. Oh. Yeah. Tish, she wants to know, do you think we'll ever meet Tim's parents? I'm sure down the line we got to meet at least one of them. I don't remember. (laughs) And Anne doesn't remember either. All right, so maybe he doesn't make a lasting impression or she or he, whoever it is. I don't remember. Uh, She says, I know Tammy is really sweet and easy to talk to, but have you ever confided in a teacher or guidance counselor like these girls did? If not, did you have a teacher he would like to hang out in their class or you were close with? I never confided this much in detail to any of my teachers, but grade 11, 12 religion teacher was the best. I would spend my free periods hanging out in the classroom, listening to just them teach or just chatting with her. That's so sweet. I mean, I definitely had in high school we were, were close with a few of my teachers and one of them in particular wasn't she wasn't my teacher but she was my kickman kickman kick line coach and she also was a science teacher and a lot of my friends had her so like during lunch we would go and hang out with her and she was like very young at the time i mean she was probably younger than i am now and the fact that it, that's crazy to me that is crazy um so like she like we would talk about a little stuff with her but i never really like completely let go with like stuff that was going on i didn't either i had a couple that i was close with especially in college the one college professor i was yeah. very close with but i didn't really confide no i kind of just did that with friends yeah you know did you not with teachers no <laughs> and it's just and just living his best is. life <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will wants to know what will Jason's storyline be without his love interest and with his quest to get physically better almost complete first of all he's going to be ripped I mean at least his upper body is going to be ripped mm-hmm. because he's going to be you know pushing himself in that chair all 24-7 of his life um, and I think he's just going to be like now that he knows he's like I'm working on me I'm Jason fucking street and I'm going to like be the best rugby player quad rugby player i possibly can be like he needs to focus yeah on something at least for temporarily because if not he's gonna like be pissed and upset yeah but then again you should be too like you should grieve that too like he's too much much grieving at this point but i feel like as long as we did it now like it didn't let it prolong that much it was probably beneficial yeah now than later Randy wants to know, do we think anything happened to Jason when he fell out of the wheelchair? Did we think anything yeah, happened? I I didn't. I felt like we sort of did that already. Yeah, I, I mean, was I, like, you know, uh, he, he'll pick himself back up. Hurt him again, did you? No, but I did wonder to myself. I was like, oh, I wonder if he actually did hurt himself. Right, like did oh, he yeah. kind of like set himself back a little bit? Uh, would you do steroids if it brought you to a life-altering advantage? You know, Randy told me he would. Really? He said this. He's I've talked about this before. He's had this conversation. I shouldn't speak for him because I would like him to like uh, not defend himself, but give, give his comment. Um, but he said he's like, if this meant like I could support my family and I didn't, you know, I didn't have the means to. He's like, and I did it once. Like, yeah, I would do it. And I'm like, OK, like just to get you over the hump of like 
you could get onto an NFL team or you, you know, I don't know, could but go to the Olympics or something. Upkeep this? I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I, I mean, I think he meant it like as in like one span one of like deal? season kind of thing. Interesting. Um, okay. He's like, I, I was like, but that's cheating. Yeah. And obviously they would know because they test you for that. Like I'm sure. What are they going to do? Are they going to do a drug test on these kids? Probably. Eventually. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whoa. Aunt, okay. would you? I don't know that I would. Um, but because I just don't think that you could know that it would, you'd be able to stop. Like right. You get to a different plateau and then you just got to like all of a sudden you're going to be able to work harder. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously if you're not, you know, getting there on your own. Right. So. Yeah, I don't think I would. I don't think I no. would either. Like, I'd also be like too afraid because I'm a little baby about shit like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, that's such a good question. Very controversial. Thank you, Katie sent us a DM on Instagram. Okay, she says, okay, I wanted to chime in a comment about Friday Night Lights for your next episode. I wanted to see if you guys have seen Breaking Bad. Spoiler alert, Landry, Jesse Plemons, and her, Kevin Rankin, are both on Breaking Bad, and they run in the same terrible, awful gang. Jesse's character particularly is so evil and despicable in such a casual, nonchalant way that I can't even like him a little bit in this? on Friday Night Lights. Aww. I saw Friday Night Lights before I watched Breaking Bad, but his character on Breaking Bad is how I see him now, which says something about how great his acting is. Definitely. Hope I, hoping I can warm up to him a bit more as I rewatch the series. If you have seen Breaking Bad... What do you guys think? So we all have seen We've all Bad. seen Breaking Bad and we're all actually not that uh feel, like overwhelmingly no, happy feel, about the show. Fact, I don't even remember him in Breaking Bad, if Same. I can be honest. Same. I remember Jesse Plemons. I do not remember Herc's character. Yeah, definitely not. No, I don't remember Herc's character no. at all. No. Actually. How does the three of us and you I, remember everything? I watched yet. that in a blur. Yeah. I feel like a blur of a time in my life. Same. A binge blur. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, it's gone. Like everything it's that gone. happened in that show is gone. And I really just don't want to watch it. It's again, almost so. like the like Scott Patterson talks about this. How when you're an actor and you like really quickly line learn like a, like your entirety of a season in like you know a week span or whatever, and then you just completely lose it from your brain. I feel like that's me at all times, especially watching TV shows. And if you binge that, I feel like how do you even absorb like anything? I am exactly the same way. Yeah. I can't even tell you what I said last week on our podcast. Same. Like when people bring stuff up, we've said this before, I have no idea. And that's why it took like how many rewatches of the OC for me to not gasp at certain scenes. <laughs> yeah, you still gasp. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And it's like, how many times? How many times? But there, there are things that I have watched from like, maybe when I was like from nine years old and younger that is fully in my brain yeah same anything after that i know it's like i'm watching it for the first time yeah same i'm i'm like that too with with a lot of things like like my favorite show obviously friends there are still some parts of that that and i have seen that a disgusting amount of times and i'm like oh my god i don't remember this happened this episode like what what are you talking about right (laughs) see this episode a hundred times literally a hundred times yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. My brain just kind of like. Bloop. It's funny, though. Yeah. So, but to go back to the whole Breaking Bad thing. Don't remember them. I remember, really? again, remember Jesse Plemons. I do not remember uh, Rankin as, as you're saying, Herc. And I, I only look at him as Landry. So I went into Breaking Bad. Oh, no, we watched Breaking Bad first. Yeah. Yes, we did. We did. 
Yeah, because right, you guys only saw Breaking um, Friday Night Lights like maybe f- you said five, six years ago, right? Right. So Breaking six, Bad was seven before years that. Ago. Six years ago, but we, but we watched Breaking Bad after the, it was on. I think we right, watched. But we watched Breaking Bad before Friday Night Lights. Okay, I'll take it. Right. <laughs> we did, and we, like you said, we binged through it just to get through it because everyone's like, "This is the best right. show ever," and, and I'm then like, the it's whole not... time I was like, "It's just not my show," and I appreciate that. Like, right. that's actually Randy's favorite show. Like, I that's, appreciate that that's his favorite show. That's Bobby's I mean, favorite too, right? And they have very similar uh, taste in television, they but. Do. um yeah, I just I couldn't remember any of that stuff. I could not tell you the only anything. scene. It was Breaking Bad, and this is a spoiler. Oh, I'm what, just not going to say with when, the well, explosion. No, the, that no, part, but like with Jesse's girlfriend. Yeah, I'll never forget that part. I'll never forget that. It has lived with me for as long as I have seen that. I'll you tell you, Mike. But the yeah. fact that she knew that's oh, what I, I knew say. it. Yeah. Kill, it actually it scarred Ugh. me. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> uh, that's all our questions we have. Thank you, Thank everyone, you. for submitting them this week. Music in this episode, we had Hinder, Iggy and the Stooges, Iron and Wine, The Black Keys, Fern Jones, and BT. Good stuff. Good music. Yeah. Quotes? What do you have? Oh, my partner wants me to do a three-way. Oh, I'm sorry. My panther. My panther wants me to do a three-way. You need to feed the beast. Yes. Feed the beast. Eat better. Ow, you're pulling my hair. Tim said that. Yes, I know. I heard. I'm like, you should cut it then. But that's just not me. I'm considering it. <laughs> should I slaughter a goat? Wait, you look beautiful. Oh, that was um, Jason? No. I don't know who who said that. Wait. You, oh, no. T- to Eric. To Julie. You look. To yeah. Tammy. Sorry. To Tammy. Yeah. That was so. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Smash, looking sharp in that hat. Ready, Sparky? Go with your heart. That's all I had. Do you have any quotes? No, I'm not prepared with any quotes. It's like it's it's his first time. Get the assignment. (laughs) Do you have your MVP and shittiest, or do you need him in? No, I I was said before, basically. Okay, all right. Where is my, oh, here, my MVP. You ready? Yes. All right. Three, two, one, hurt. Billy. I, okay. This is how Ann and I are married because everyone sent in their MVPs and shittiest. No one chose Billy and me and you chose Billy <laughs> without even talking about it. Yeah, this is why we're it. married. Yeah. I think because we respect all the work he's putting in because of the cats. Oh, and super deep. I just oh. took it as we're just, I feel, oh, I don't, I'm speechless. No. You're right. No, and yeah, that, and you know, yeah, she's, he has so much responsibility yeah. and he's caring so much and then Tim doesn't even care and like, then at the end, even after yelling and, and being all upset, he's still, you know, shared his sandwich and his beer and it was very, yeah. Know, I think Tim just like didn't connect to it because I feel like, and that's, this is why I didn't connect to it, like, now all of a sudden Billy, ch- like, changes his tune because, Tim is apparently now he's now he's good at football so he has a potential no. so like they're using him but like I don't know Billy and I'm still really troubled with him yeah but like you can see he's taking care of the house he's paying I know for everything I he's know. not he, well, he doesn't have a great role model like get, get no they know. don't they but don't he's still kind of trying to keep it together you know he's yeah. doing his best and he's just you know he's got to raise Tim right I know it's I hard hard job you picked Herc which is a great one and Randy also picked Herc my blue ribbon was Phil but tell me about Herc Phil 
Phil is the aide and nurse oh, who yes. with her. I'm like Phil and Jason, and they yell for him. And I had a Phil's blue. A I had job. a blue ribbon for Tammy yeah. only because I thought she gave the sound advice to Lila, but now I take it back because I don't think it was sound advice. Well, again, or maybe it was. I don't know. Debate. I still liked her. I always like her. I think she's. Yeah, me too. Literally says all the great lines. Give like, her a blue ribbon. Yeah, she, hell yeah. She had to prepare dinner for those ribbons. She did. She did. But her, I mean, he really pushes Jason. And I think that obviously Jason needs that. But Jason, he he doesn't have any, he said, I don't have anyone. So her could be his someone. Yeah. They need people to talk to. Like they both go, they're going through I mean, Herc has kind of been around the block with this. I mean, now he's back in rehab, but like this is Jason's first time experiencing all these emotions and not knowing what to do with them. So Herc kind of like is his big brother and he has all like the good advice and like he just gives him the straight truth, like the realness. I know. I love it. I love Herc. Yeah. You didn't even remember Herc when we started <laughs> watching. Sure, I sure I did not. I, but now I remember. Yeah. I, remember I can't imagine. This is just a light protect here that we. He stays like the entire day of the show. I think like he was just in rehab for Jason, what Jason needed and probably a really good pal. But maybe Jason gets released from rehab and Herc doesn't or vice versa. And that will kind of be like the end of their relationship. But maybe they'll still call each other on the phone. They'll chat and email. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we had all MVPs for Jason. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. He could be definitely a blue ribbon because of the punch and finally getting his emotions out how about our shittiest yeah yeah mm-hmm. you have a shittiest it's really it's just like it's split it's it's a 50 well you have to you want to fuse them. fuse you the names fuse them and make a ship okay, okay. a ship shit okay. you ready wait, It's hard to do, right? Okay. Here <laughs> Th- we go. Three, two, one. Lila. Smash. Did you have Tim and Tim and Smash? Smash. Yeah. Tim and Smash. Yeah, Tim and Smash. Yeah. But they're I just like, you know, immature. She's just as in the wrong oh, as yeah. Tim is. Yeah. Throw Lila in there too. The yeah. gaslighting the, the the really bothered me. The trio. Yes, we had Smash, Tim, Lila. I chose Tim because last week. He was all, I'm going to work on myself and I'm going to do everything. And now he's just back to his immature self. I'm I shouldn't like, have even believed it. I'm like Tyra. On. I'm like, I'll take him back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Tyra's back with him. Yeah. But she's just, she's just like, I'm bored and right? I need someone in my life. Yeah. But I, I get why people pick Smash. I only didn't give it to him just because I feel bad bad and you understand him. i get where he's coming from like he feels like he has no other option yeah i understand all of them which is i mean except for lila so maybe maybe the only one that's definitively in there is lila like tim like okay <laughs> yeah. so he's just you know he's got no compass and then you know but you don't even understand lila where she's coming from about shit i screwed up and my boyfriend yeah. got injured mm-hmm. and paralyzed and now i'm going through this and i fell for my hormones took over and maybe i actually do like this boy but i feel bad it's true i feel for everyone yeah, I have a problem that I personally keep shitting on Lila more than Tim, and I'm 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 doing it in a way only from like my initial like what I feel, but they're both equally wrong, and I feel like yeah. I can't I can't justify Tim as much as I feel like I do each episode. They're both in the wrong. They're both in the wrong. Right. Stop saying so much shit about Lila. But, I just don't like Lila. But Tim it's, didn't have it, to fall as far. 
You know, he did like it. you know, so Lila fell farther. So it's he, like you, you're right. You, you, it was like worse for that. It reason. was worse. Yeah, mm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go into a booster of the week. Let's. Who are we supported by this week? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. This week we are supported by. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, who's a fellow podcaster. We can link her uh, Caffeinated Crimes podcast in the description for the episode if you want to check it out. Um, but Jacqueline's been with us for a while now. She actually uh, left us a review, which I will read. It's The screen name is No Names Available. And she, each time she's like, oh, my God, that's me. I'm so sorry. Um, but we just want to say thank you. And the, she's catching up on Three Gossip Girls Pod. And she's been sending us her little emojis in our, in our IG chat. So... Just want to say hi and thank you. Thank you, Jacqueline. What's her Betty name? Her Betty? I'm sorry, Jack Attack. Jack Attack. Yes. It's an OG name. So cute. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jacqueline, for all your support. We appreciate you. Definitely. All right, let's see. Here we go. I'm going to give you a look into Next Game's playbook. Here's the title for next week, Season 1, Episode 9, Full Hearts. Full Hearts. Your four words are impression, date, nickname, and truth. So while you think about that, Tish sent a prediction of her own. She says, I definitely did not see Tyra and Tim hooking up this episode. That being said, newbie prediction, I think Tim might try and get back with Tyra, but she's going to say no because he only wants to get back with her because he's not with Lila. Agreed. And that's the T. That is the T. T -t 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 -t. I think that's accurate. And he's just now feeling like bored and alone, kind of like she's bored and alone, but she... I'm hoping is getting there with like, I have more self-worth than to let you just keep playing me. Right. I'm not your backup plan. Yeah. So I hope, I, at least I hope that's the case. I hope she doesn't take him back. So what do you think for these words? Sorry. Um, we have impression. D. What does that say? Nickname. Nickname. Wow. That looks like an M I wrote. Okay. So impression. Someone has to make a good or someone made a bad or good impression on someone else. <laughs> I'll marinate on that date. We got the sailor stuff, hopefully in this episode. Nickname. Who's given someone a nickname? Maybe we're finding our origins of a nickname. Oh. Ooh. Well, who else besides Smash? Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, well, we're going to find the origin of Smash, his nickname. And truth. Truth. I would love to say that the truth will come out about Smash and we can kind of just like eliminate this whole storyline because it hurts me, pains me to watch it. But I don't think that's the case. Maybe Jason will be like, Tim, get the fuck in my room now and tell me the truth. Or maybe Lila. He'll be like, Lila, you need to tell me the whole damn truth. When did this happen? When is it happening? Do you love him? What's the case? Um, but impression, that one. <laughs> impression. Maybe someone, maybe Matt's worried about making a good impression because of coach. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I knew she'd get there. <laughs> oh okay i'm excited for this it's cute yeah we will be back in january this is our last episode of the year happy new year happy Happy new year Year. and we want to wish a very happy birthday to logan and ryan yes to our birthday our buddies on the network so uh but yeah stay tuned for episode nine 
Uh, before we wrap up, I have a review. You do have a review from Jacqueline. Here's Jacqueline's review. Love this podcast. Five stars. These ladies continue to do a great job recapping and dissecting teen television. This is my first time watching FNL and I love watching along and listening every week. These ladies interact so much with their listeners and really make this podcast a community that is so fun to be a part of. Every episode feels like you're chatting with your friends about your favorite show. Thank you, Jack. That's so sweet. So sweet. If you're enjoying the show and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider mm-hmm. rating us five you know stars do. and leaving us a review. It means so much to us. It helps the show grow. We say it every week. I'm sure you can mouth it along. You with know us. it. You know the the gist. Also, I saw that Spotify is adding where you can rate podcasts. You can tap five stars. Originally, I was able to do this. Then this feature went away, but it is back. So if you're listening on Spotify. Please make sure you're following. Download those episodes and rate us five stars. Please. All right. Gather around. It is time for Will's Football Poetry Corner. Yes. (laughs) Will's Will's word is rally girls. Or I should say term. 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 Mm -hmm. Rally girls. Matt rallies the courage to ask Julie on a date. Meanwhile, Tammy rallies the troops and gets Coach Taylor to talk to Julie while they rally in ping pong. Oh, very cute. Good one. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. I'm a big fan of the snaps. I hope everyone I am a is. huge fan. It makes me so happy. Will didn't comment on it, you know, when he sent his, his stuff. So thank you, Will, for sending every week. But do you, do you approve do you of the like snaps that were in a coffee shop? I have to say, right now we're in our my office. We're in the dark. It's nice with we the have candle, candle lit. lit, and we have Christmas lights on. I can barely see Alyssa. I know face. But it's nice though. It's it's a mood. So I feel like we are in a, a poetry, poetry corner, a poetry corner. Uh huh. Poetry slam. Yeah. Ooh, poetry slam. Friday mm-hmm. night lights slam. Yeah. But that's all we have for this episode. Thank you, Aunt, for joining. Thanks, Aunt. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sorry I bumbled in the beginning, but I, I really picked it up. Did you fumble? <laughs> I oh. fumbled. I fumbled. Oh, Michelle learned the ball. <laughs> yeah, good job. This is great. This is great. Michelle will be able to watch football with you Aunt, would you rather watch football or quad rugby in in this show? Oh. Mm-hmm. Honestly, kind of both would scratch the same itch, I think. Oh. Okay. Okay. We yeah. said quad, quad, quad rugby. I like. It's I like, hard well, to like, say quad rugby. I like sports, so whatever the sport it wanted sports. to focus on, I'd mm-hmm. be into it. Yeah, you know I get that. So whichever way it would go, if it pivoted to that, I'd be into it. What about if Julie just did the dance team the whole time? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll never I, forget that part. Yeah, maybe the dancing wouldn't wouldn't do it. For that doesn't scratch the same itch for me. Okay. Yeah, me neither. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Never forget that. We might get that back. You (laughs) never know. Thank you so much for everyone for listening. We appreciate you. I also wanted to reach out if you found this podcast and you're not an OG Betty. So you are looking for a Friday Night Lights podcast and you stumbled upon it and you're enjoying the show or eight episodes in. Reach out and let us know you're a newbie. We would love it. To Friday Night Lights and a newbie to Talk in Texas Forever. I'm just so curious who's listening. Same. So please let us know. If you would like to submit any questions or comments for the show, you can email us at talkintexasforever at gmail.com. If you want to know about our Patreon, totalbettypodcastnetwork.com. All the information is in the show notes. 
Thank you so much for a wonderful year. Yeah. We started this podcast in 2021 and we go into the I next know. year. We will be back in January. So stay tuned. I'm like, tuned. <laughs> <laughs> like Bobby Brady. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. 